Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Dude, no doubt about it. No about a doubt it. Oh, shit. I just dropped something on my table here. Don't drop stuff on the table. My bad, dude. My bad. Uh, so how about you? Oh, yeah. Yep. Excellent. Always. Always bring it on. I, I made a point to just find, because this is an all-all. Like, okay, weird this. Mm-hmm. I must bring it. Oh. Um... <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> what have you brought? Uh, I guess I could talk about what I'm drinking first. Oh, that's what I thought you meant. Like this box. See that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a New Belgium. It's called Accumulation. A white IPA. And the picture is uh, one of those chrome campers. They, what are they called? Airfoil? Airfoil? Is that right? Oh, it was right on the tip of my tongue until you said airfoil. Uh, not... <laughs> Not airfoil. No? No. Fuck. Right on the tip of my tongue, dude. Uh, I know that I know they have a, a, a specific name. I yeah. do not know what it is. I'm trying to look it up and I put what are chrome campers called? And they're like, Oh, you mean retro campers? No asshole. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking for the name. Yeah, what is the name? Oh. It's driving me fucking crazy. Did you have it? Anyway, alright, I'll tell you what it tastes like because I haven't tasted it yet. Been holding to it for a week. And uh, it says, right on the box, it says, uh, pour into a pristine glass to release the full aromas. Ooh. Mm, citrusy. In a glass. There you go. Airstream. Airstream. Damn it. <laughs> I, it would have taken me all episode to think of it. <laughs> I just saw it in one of the results here. Airstreams are often called silver bullets, referring to their sleek aerodynamic shape and silver color. The one on the box here is covered in snow. Flurries of mosaic and amarillo hops bring soft fruit and citrus flavor, followed by a powder smooth finish and our seasonally suited white. There's no snow on the there's no snow on the ground right now because it was sixty some degrees today. Mm-hmm. But two, two days ago when I was doing field work, there was some snow on the ground and it was freaking cold. You got snow around a little bit. Wow. No, we haven't seen any snow yet. Way up north. Pretty much the uh, Pennsylvania-New York line, right up there. Hmm. Pennsylvania going red, huh? How about that? Uh-oh. Hold <laughs> on now. Yeah, they're going to be confused. They're like, motherfucker, this? What are you guys doing? White. It's going white. We're recording this the day after the election. Yeah, the day after the day after election day. And they're still so, trying to figure shit out. It's ridiculous. And you, they have until next Friday, right? To account for all the mail-in ballots? Yeah, look, I gotta be honest with you, man. This is a conspiracy show, and I gotta think there's mm. some kind of weird fucking conspiracy here. The mail-in crap, dude, I don't trust it either. It, I mean, they said that they'll count ballots that are postmarked for whatever, election day. Even if they can't read the postmark, they're gonna assume that, uh, it, you know. It was postmarked for election day. Yeah, and that's not good. No. And then, what the fuck? Why is my audio coming through on yours? That's weird. Yeah, I don't get it. That is super weird, dude. Well, the, hopefully the audio is all fine for for recording purposes. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Uh, anyway. I'm going to run with it? Why don't you... Uh... Well, I mean, I take your audio anyway. Oh, I see. Um, 
Well, tell me what you're drinking before you get back into the whole mail-in ballot conspiracy. Well, I'm just just having a good old 60-minute IPA. Ah, the old dogfish head. Yep. One of these days, we're going to get sponsored by some kind of brewery, whether it's local or far away. Yeah, I hope so. And then we'll drink that because they're paying us to talk about it. Hell yeah. Someday. (laughs) I would even drink Heineken if they paid me to talk about it. Mm. No? Heineken's a little bit... I used to like Heineken. And what happened? Well, then I turned 16. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, In Canada. I don't know. I, I used to like it, and then I don't know if I got a more refined palate. Your taste buds grew up. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I mean, if they're paying me and giving me free beer, obviously I would. But I'd probably, I'd probably grumble a little bit about it. <laughs> what are you drinking? Heineken? Again. Fuck. Fuck my life. You do- <laughs> Thanks for the five bucks. <laughs> Drinking Heineken out of a dogfish head can. This guy really, really sucks at this. Uh, can we not have him <laughs> advertise for us anymore? Yeah, so I don't really trust the uh, mail-in ballot stuff either. I don't know. It- See, election day, it it happened, and then we're supposed to be... Are we, aren't we supposed to be past all the tension by now? It's supposed to be all figured out. But no, at this rate, we're going to be sitting here twiddling our thumbs on it until Christmas Eve. Yeah, and so you got to wonder, I'm in Delaware. Why? All blue. Yeah. You know, we're a, it's a blue state. Do you ever wonder, like, red voters? Are they like, what the fuck's the point? Especially yeah. in this one. Biden is from Delaware. Right. You know what I mean? Why vote? Except for for senators, maybe, but... Yeah, because, you know, he's hits his hometown, he's got a hometown advantage, that, that whole thing, and isn't the uh, governor of Delaware, he's also blue? Yeah, Delaware is all blue, dude. You're not going to get any red here. <laughs> There's a very big part of me that says it really doesn't matter who sits in the big chair. I'm still going to have to go to work all the days I'm scheduled to go to work, which for me is Monday through Friday... Eight to five. I'm still going to be doing the same thing. Still got to put dinner on the table. Nothing's really going to change for me. It doesn't matter who is sitting in that chair. Still going to have Taco Tuesday. Sometimes we'll have tacos on Thursday. In the grand scheme of things, yes. But the little things matter. Like your health care, your taxes, the things that you don't really notice until you really fucking notice them. And you're like, what is this bullshit? You know, I suppose I think a lot of the power the president doesn't have a ton. I mean, he's got enough, but it's yeah. the House and the Senate. Yeah, well, if if you think of uh, the way a company is run, you have you have your board members, you have you know the committee that sits around, and you have the guy. Sure, there's a guy that sits in the CEO chair, but there's still uh, half a dozen. I guess it can't be a dozen. A baker's dozen of people. To swing a vote one way or the other for for the bigger decisions, or for for most decisions. Well, I mean, look at Steve Jobs. He got booted from his own fucking company. He died. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> but he got kicked. He got fucking let go from Apple. The board let him go. What did he do? Yeah, I don't know. Kissing babies on the mouth. This is Steve Jobs. I didn't say Joe Biden. Oh, boy. Well, well, right to it. Right to the heart of the matter. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think it's two heads of the same snake, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah. I don't think there's much of a lesser evil. I'd probably call myself... Now, I heard this term from Sam Tripoli, but he calls himself an old-school liberal. All right. That's probably where I am. Do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah, just pay taxes. Yeah. So, but new liberals like Democrats today, they're not they're they're different, dude. That's not liberalism. That I mean, they're putting you under their thumb. I feel like liberalism is more like libertarianism. 
where it's like, stay the fuck out of my business. Let me do what I want to do. Yeah, yeah, as okay. long as I'm not hurting anybody, what what does it matter? That's really the way it should be. I'm yeah. still paying taxes. Leave me alone. I'm, if I break the law, then yes, we have a problem. If I guns are a huge deal, if I do something heinous with guns, then yes, that's a problem. But let me yeah. have all the guns I want. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even think of the gun thing, man. Biden's gonna win this election. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I'm turning this into a fucking Fox News podcast. But we're not... I, f- I feel like we're not really shitting on one side or the other. We're just... I don't... I hate the news because they pick a side. I'm not picking a side. They're all assholes. They pick a side big time. I'm going to love love thy neighbor. Some shit goes down. We're all in this together. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah, I got... I have my neighbor's back. They have my back for some dumbass reason, whatever the case may be. Suddenly I can't put food on the table for my kids. They're going to help. We are. That's who they are. That's who we are. That's what being a human is all about, man. That's what it should be. Yeah. I don't care who they sleep with. I, I, I don't care what genitals are floating around, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. We're going to help each other out. Yeah, like if you're gay, you're gay, or you yeah, know, whatever. LGBTQ XYZ plus minus division symbol. I don't know, whatever, whatever they all have now. Yeah, it doesn't matter I don't to care. me. It doesn't. No. Where it affects me is if you start pushing it down like my kids' throats. Right. Then I got a problem with it. But do what you want to do, as long as you're not trying to brainwash yeah. or whatever everyone yes. else. Right. Look, I've said before, I consider myself a Christian. There's a lot of Christians who give people bad names because they do that fucking shit where they force it down other people's throats. And that's all they talk about. And I hate that. I believe what I believe. If you believe that you're getting, uh, what is it, 70 virgins or whatever? Yeah, 72 virgins. Yeah. All right. If you believe that, go for it. I. It doesn't yeah, affect whatever. me. It doesn't affect no. me at all. Nope. Doesn't if matter. You, if you're right, good on you. And I'm fucked. If I'm right, hey, no. good on me. Right. Your decision does not affect me. No. So, nope. so I mean, that's that's basically what I'm getting at there. Just <laughs> Come over for Thanksgiving. I know it's a weird, convoluted holiday, but look, this is where everybody's coming. We're going to have turkey. We're going to have mashed potatoes. That's what we're doing for Thanksgiving. And if you want me to come over to your place and have nan bread or whatever you do to celebrate Ramadan or whatever it is you're doing, all right, let's do it. Yeah, dude, I'm all about checking out new cultures. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not going to shit on anything. I'll check everything out. Look, I'll, if your thing is like frying up some bugs, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, look, I'll try anything once. <laughs> right. <laughs> F- food-wise. Well, hey, you said that, oh. not me. I'll try anything once. <laughs> <laughs> You telling me you got a swing upstairs? Oh, I can't look. You're my brother-in-law. I can't tell you what we have. Well, while we're on this subject, do you want to hear about something I found kind of interesting, or do you want to do one of your topics first? Now let's keep going down this this path, and I think and then we'll end lightly. Yeah, because I got some goofy stuff. I think. Yeah. All right. So. There's a lot of confusion about the Electoral College. Yes. It confused me because my wife and I were sitting there talking about it and we're like, well, what? The, how the fuck did they figure this out? Mm-hmm. So if you don't know, they use the Electoral College to basically divvy up who's going to win the presidency. So it's so odd. They've been doing it since day one, since president won. Yeah. Well, they had to figure out how they were going to elect the president. Right. Now, only five times in history has a person won presidency without winning the popular vote. It was George Washington, wasn't it? Mm, I don't know. He was one. Was he? Uh, Washington. I looked up these like weird election facts. I think Trump was one. Really? That's. What, I mean, that's what I heard. I heard Trump. I heard. I don't know if it's just from, you know, the the fucking babies going. Hey, he wasn't. He didn't even win the popular vote. You know, in 2016. But, I mean, that's what I heard. 
Uh, it says here, Washington, his victory is the only one in the nation's history to feature 100% of the Electoral College vote. Because there wasn't any, anybody else running necessarily. The other guy eventually became vice president, I believe. Uh, at the time, this office was awarded, the vice presidency was awarded to the runner-up uh, in the electoral vote. Each elector cast two votes to ensure there would be a runner-up. Eleven candidates made a play for the vice presidency, but John Adams came out on top. So there, there was, just because there was a lack of candidates, that that happened. Wow. But anyway, keep going with uh, how, how it actually freaking works. It's or actually how they figured it out. But it's evolved, too. Yeah, it has. Uh, so electoral votes are given to states based on the number of representatives in Congress. Uh, okay. So you saw Joe Biden won uh, California. He got 55. Yeah. Uh, some, of the, some other states are only like three. Right. Like the places that are more spread out, like uh, like Wyoming or South Dakota or, or, or Montana. Yeah, I guess uh, it just depends on how many representatives they have in Congress. And I guess because Texas has 38. God damn. Well, you got so you got 38 in Texas. You got 55 in California. Isn't Texas larger than California or does it have to do with density of the population? I think it's density of population. I, California actually has less people than Texas. Well, I don't know. I mean, California gives 55 electoral votes, and Texas oh, yeah. gives okay. 38. Right, 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 right. So uh, by land mass, I would say California is definitely smaller than Texas, but there's more people in California than there is in Texas. Texas is pretty spread out. Yeah, you got. I mean, there's places there where you drive forever and see nothing. Yeah. A lot of people are just used to that. Like, they just start... All right, we're going. We're going to go to Austin today, and they're like, "Okay, I guess it's going to be an hour and a half of literally nothing." We're going to look at, but around here we drive an hour and a half, and well, in Pennsylvania, and it's it's all hills, and there's various towns. We'll drive through ten different towns before we get to the one that we're after. But in Texas, I I've never been there. I assume there's a whole lot of nothing between places. Shit, I drive an hour and a half, and I could be in northern Jersey. I could be almost yeah, in a... northern. Yeah, I could be almost through a whole other state. If you drove an hour and a half east, you would be 10 miles into the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so, we already said, you know, when the founding fathers were trying to decide how to elect a president, uh, so they they, they kind of argued about this, and one group wanted Congress to pick the president... And then another group said that, nah, that's too open for corruption. That's a horrible idea. Yeah, so you got these higher-ups picking the president. Yeah. So they were like, nah, okay. So another group was dead set against a popular vote for the president. They were like, no fucking way. Because uh, <laughs> they thought the so they thought the average person wouldn't be knowledgeable enough to make an informed decision. Wow, damn. Yeah, we got a bunch of dummies here running around the states. Yeah, I ain't know, I ain't know what to do. Nope, we're gonna pick this motherfucker. <laughs> uh, they also feared a quote-unquote democratic mob that would lead the country astray. I'm not really sure oh. what they mean by that. Were the, were they just all Republicans when the f fucking place started? <laughs> Maybe. What was the uh? There was one group, they were the Federalists at one point, right? There was a Democrat, Democrats and then the Federalist. Well, actually, I did see when this all began, there was no parties. No parties? Yeah. Damn, everybody drank. What? <laughs> this is what made Swamp Mead. Swamp Mead? Oh. <laughs> so basically, one guy got up there and he was like, this is what I think, this is what I'm going to do, and blah, blah, blah. And then another guy was like, fuck that asshole. I'm going to do it this way, this way, and this way. And then people chose like that. There was no Democrat, Republican, Independent, or no fucking Green Party. Oh, hell no. I didn't even know Howie Hawkins was the choice until I got the... No, until I saw it and the results. He wasn't even on the ballot. I don't know. I didn't see him either. <laughs> I didn't know he existed. And uh, one one other thing that they were afraid of with the popular vote... 
This is kind of interesting. They were afraid that a populist president would gain too much power. Oh, because people were like, yeah, I love that guy. Well, Ronald Reagan was an actor. Like kingship status. They were afraid of that. And I get that. Yeah. I get that thinking. Sure. Look what they came from. Hmm, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, we can't have somebody as president who everyone fucking adores. Yeah. Because he might not ever leave. And now we got another fucking king here. I wonder if they put a system in place, like somehow, in, like behind the scenes, between the lines and all that, there's a system in place where they're like, there's got to be some people that hate you. Just say this to get those people to hate you. You're going to be president, but just get them to, to hate you for a little bit. Yeah, like you, like piss off this demographic a little bit. Yeah, you got to put, just lay some doubt down over here. Like say something about how you don't like the farmers or something. Yeah. Yeah, piss off the blue-collar guys. That'll get them jacked up. You don't want to be too likable. Then you get then you get shot in the head. Yeah, the president's like, what the fuck do you mean? Yeah, I want everyone to fucking like me. <laughs> right. I, maybe that's the way Kennedy was. He's like, no, I like everybody. I'm not going to talk. No. We're, you guys want to go to space? Fuck yeah, we're going to go to space. <laughs> or did you we? See where that, where that got him. Ooh, that's because he was about to talk about aliens. <laughs> He's thrown it to Marilyn Monroe, talking about aliens. Ooh, Ooh man. <laughs> He's laying pipe in the wrong place. Whoa. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, so basically, what they ended up doing was coming to this compromise to choose to use electoral intermediaries. And the intermediaries were picked by the state and would cast the actual ballot for president. So, okay. I mean. Oh. Kind of almost sounds like Congress, right? So the people would pick less people. So we got, in this little town, we have a 1,000 people total. That was, you know, 200 years ago. We've got a 1,000 people in this location. 700 of them want that party. 300 of them want that party. 700 wins. So send this guy out to go vote. Is that what you're saying? They picked the intermediary. It wasn't like, uh, eeny, meeny, money mo. It was like they had, uh, they you know they had their guy or guys in place because it was it wasn't necessarily one per state. They were picking a dodgeball team. Everybody they gathered everybody in the center of town, right in the plaza, and said, "Okay, everybody who wants this guy as captain, go over there, and everybody who wants this guy as captain, go over there." Yeah, I wonder if it's similar to like governor. You know what I mean? Like the governor of whatever state was like oh like i want this guy i wonder if it mattered who the people voted for or if he saw it and was like well 70 percent of the people want this guy so he just went around and started shaking hands and kissing babies and was like hey what do you think of this guy thumbs up thumbs down well i mean they might have they might have counted the the votes okay and then he was you know he was the end all be all but he might have seen well, 70% of the people like this guy. Let me give it to this guy. Okay. Or if he was so gung-ho, like, fuck that guy. You know, I saw him looking at my wife's ankles the other day. <laughs> and uh, no fucking way. That's very opinionated right there. The Associated Press. Opinionated. No. I don't know. <laughs> it was the state's discretion on how they wanted to give their electoral votes. And over time, all states... Except for Maine and Nebraska, who to this day still don't do that, uh, decided to give all their electoral votes to the candidate that wins the popular vote. Okay, Th that makes sense to me. Yeah. So eventually, they're basically like what I was just saying about that guy, the you know the fucking governor. He's like, you know what? Seventy percent of the people like this guy. I'll give him my vote. That's easy. That's so easy. Why, yeah. why do we have to complicate it beyond that? I think. The popular vote. I mean, I, I get it to a certain degree. Like, California, super densely populated. Sure. Right? So, the popular vote... I mean, in the Midwest, the populations are small. Yeah. So, like, Wyoming or something, you got you got how many people in Cheyenne, Wyoming, but then everywhere else, there's, like, uh, two dozen people per county or something. I yeah. don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But still... Yeah, you're right. Like so I don't I don't know. 
So my guess would be <laughs> that because there are, I mean, 55 electoral votes for California is a lot. A lot. Yeah. But compare that to what it would be if they were straight up popular vote. I There's tons. Yeah, if they just went straight popular vote, that, yeah, there's tons of those. I mean, what did Donald Trump get in California? About 12 votes? <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, it's... Yeah, true. Washington, D.C., he got crushed in D.C. He oh, yeah? got about 5% of the vote in D.C. I don't really know, but I, I know... This makes sense to me. The popular vote, the popular person wins the election. Yeah. According to this, according to what I'm looking at right now, this very moment. On 11-4-2020. Biden has 65.2% of the votes in California and Trump has 329 Of course, that doesn't, that doesn't add up to 100%. Joe Jorgensen, Howie Hawkins, and... Whoever the fuck the Alliance Party is, Roca de la Fuente. Whoa! Each of them got a little, a little chunk of that. Not even adding up to an entire percent. But Trump is definitely half as many as Biden in California. Yeah. Right now, this at this moment. At roughly 5 p.m. on November 4th. <laughs> Let me move on here a little bit. Yeah, sure. So today, and not literally today, the. In our times, there's a total of 538 electors, electoral votes, and there could technically be a tie in a presidential election. Mm. What happens then? Do you know? Well, they go out for a fucking duel, dude. Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. That would be fucking <laughs> hilarious, though. That would be rad as hell. Look, Trump, Trump is a businessman. I think Biden would be packing a revolver. Honestly. Uh, honestly, I mean... I don't know. You see Biden getting ready to fight Donald Trump. He takes his teeth out so he doesn't <laughs> bust up his fucking dentures. <laughs> so if there is a tie, the House of Representatives will elect the new president by the, the process of each state getting one ballot to vote for who they want. Whoa. So, There's 50 states. It could still do it again. Triple overtime. <laughs> wait, wait to hear this. <laughs> Uh, in 1800, the House was deadlocked 36 times before finally electing Thomas Jefferson. That was the Jefferson Adams. I was just going to start. I have that here, my weird elections. I mean, can you imagine? Uh, eventually, the one state who Cage was like, you know, <laughs> fuck this, dude. I want to go home, <laughs> drink some beer, eat a hog leg or whatever the hell they did back then. Can I? I can't sit here. Martha is screaming at me. Uh, all 16 fucking kids, you know, <laughs> I don't have time for this. Yeah. Fine, that, Jefferson. It's almost you got Christmas. It. You got it, Jefferson. At the time, states got to pick their own election day, so voting ran from April to October. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and you thought waiting for the West Coast polls to close was frustrating. That is, that is brutal. Waiting for Alaska? Because... Is it Alaska <laughs> oh, or Hawaii? Yeah. It's midnight. I think it's both of them, midnight. Is it both of them? I think so. Hawaii is way out there, dude. I don't know. Because of the complicated pick-two voting structure in the Electoral College, the election ended up a tie between Jefferson and his vice presidential pick, Aaron Burr. One South Carolina delegate was supposed to give one of his votes to on another candidate so as to arrange for Jefferson to win and Burr to come in second. The plan somehow went wrong, and both men ended up with 73 electoral votes at the time. That was 1800. There was a few states missing from the, from the Union. Yeah. That sent the tie-breaking vote to the House of Representatives, not all of whom were on board with the Jefferson presidency and Burr vice presidency. Seven tense days of voting followed, but Jefferson finally pulled ahead of Burr. The drama triggered their passage of the Twelfth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which stipulates that the that the Electoral College picked the president and vice president separately, doing away with the runner-up complications. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see all that. Now, you can vote early, but Election Day it is when it is. Not from a April to October. Damn. Yeah, see, I, I feel like that's a horrible, horrible idea. Months? Vote for months at a time? <laughs> Can you imagine you cast your vote 
your vote in April, and then you come out to Thomas Jefferson taking a shit on your step, and you you originally you <laughs> voted for him. Here it is, June. You can't change your vote. You're like, True. son of a bitch. Or if the you know they started counting early just to stay ahead of the game, people could be like, whoa, oh TJ's way ahead. <laughs> you know, and then the the other guys, people are like, fuck, like let's get out there, and then it could really Im- influence elections that way. Mm-hmm. Well, somehow, whatever happened here and those months of voting, right down the middle. I mean, there was only like, what, 40 people in the states then, right? (laughs) 1,800? Yeah. It's only been like 25 (laughs) years of the union. (laughs) They even had, I mean, what are they, two generations in? On the second generation? Maybe. Maybe? The second generation couldn't even vote yet. Oh, oh, just barely. Like, if they were born in 1776, yeah, they just barely could vote. How old did you have to be? I don't know. Did you have to be 18 to vote then? I don't know. That's a good point. You you could probably drink at 11. You probably had to be the man of the house. Oh, okay. My wife told me women couldn't even vote until 100 years ago. 1920. 1920. I think Wyoming was the first state to let women vote. Did a book report on that in fifth grade, I think. It's so crazy. Like, Why? I don't know. Like they're they're a super important part of the country too. They get shit done. Without them, we don't procreate. No, hell no. I don't know why that was ever a thing. Like, no, no, don't don't involve the women's. They're not important. Why? Why? That was that ever a thing? I wonder if it was a religious thing. Because God's a him. No, because God took one of Adam's ribs and made woman made the female so the men are like well that's bullshit we're gonna be in charge well making her lesser man was created and then the woman was created from just one of adam's ribs she wasn't that special yeah she wasn't created from nothing she was created (laughs) from your rib (laughs) she's under us no that is not nope that's not the case at all not even a little bit there is a whole slavery thing that comes into play here I'm not going to touch on that. It has to do with the North and the South. Like, I guess eventually it came to where the North and the South, they didn't believe. I'm not going to touch on it. You guys can look it up. <laughs> slavery was fucked up. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, everybody can agree with that. For sure. Why don't we uh, take a break? Want to take a break? Yeah, sure. I don't, I don't know if you have more facts for the Electoral College. It's, it's really convoluted. It's it's super weird, so you basically just pick who you want to be in the big chair and then go vote for that person and then let everybody else figure it out. Yeah, I don't have any more facts. Like I said, the last thing uh, well, I was going to mention was the slavery thing, but I'm not going to bring that up. Uh, you guys can look into it if you want. They believe they were lesser people, and they only got part of one vote, each person. That's effed. Yeah. They're part of the country, too. Mm-hmm. You fucking, we fucking brought them here. Exactly. They're here now. Ugh. Ugh. They should get a say. Yeah, even then, they should have a say. Anyway, break time. Enough of this political crap. I mean, I guess we could probably go with, uh, we. this is a little of this, little of that episode. What is this, volume nine? I think it's volume nine. I'm not sure. In a month, or in a year and a half, we've only done nine episodes where we've decided to talk about just wacky stuff. Just whatever. Which is weird, because when I first came... Was it me who came to you with the idea? Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. But when the first when the idea of it first came to be, I kind of expected that to be... I don't want to say the majority of it, but kind of the majority of it was kind of... Less focused. Like, holy fuck, did you see what they just found uh, on the moon? <laughs> but that that's not what it's been. Some, dude, we get real serious with some stuff. Well, I mean. Jonestown <laughs> was our deepest dive in anything. Yeah, and honestly, who the fuck thought living without Earth would have gone two episodes? For real. I did not expect that at all. Me either. I just thought we would just be like, all right, half the episode we're going to be on the space station. 
and half the episode we're going to be on a uh, a habitable unit on whatever planet. Nope, they each had their own episodes. I mean, we might be able to get stuff in one episode if we could stay on topic <laughs> enough. But what? No, we could probably with some of the wacky stuff that's happened in history, we could probably make an entire episode of politic craziness. We could just call it politic crazy. But no, yeah, not today. Today is not that day. I wanted to tell you a little bit about my adventure with, I didn't 3D print it, but I would say we're living in the future, but this happened this year. This happened in the last couple of weeks. It's already happened. I I think it's crazy. I, I don't know if it's maybe it's my generation. Like, my kids would probably be like, yo, codger, stop it. <laughs> we get stuff 3D printed all the time. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you think the same way or similar to what I think. Like who would know? Who would think? I, I wouldn't. My parents wouldn't think about this. I'll just tell you the whole story. Okay. Uh, the October thirteenth or fourteenth was Prime Day. I think is what it was this year. They they delayed it for a while. And we and one of the things that we ordered from from Amazon was an Instant Pot. So that came like a week later. I didn't know you got that for Prime Day. Yeah, it was like. It was significantly cheaper. It's the best. It's the the fucking bee's knees, dude. Oh my god, it's awesome. It's fantastic. We we would we'll use it like seriously five times a week. That so did we when when we first got it. So I do side work on with uh, for my wife's company, her yeah personal company. You want to say what it is or no? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's called Two Sisters Little Shop. And they, but I mean, they don't really do a lot of retail. It's all wholesale shit. Okay. So, I mean, if you're listening to this and you have a business and you want hair ties, they make hair ties, pretty dope hair ties. Reach out, two sisters little shop.com. Yeah, you can get them for like whatever event. So, right now would be specifically with this episode, Thanksgiving's coming in. Oh. Immediately after this episode, and then Christmas is right over there. But then, if you want to get Valentine's stuff or yeah. spring stuff, now's the time. Yeah, they can do custom hair ties with like your business logo on it, custom cards to put the hair ties on with your logo or whatever you want on it. So, anyway, you know, I do work for her every once in a while. She'll pay me, I'm on her okay. payroll. Ooh, nice. So, I made some money and I was like, you know what? I'm an instant pot. And she was like, ah, what for what? For what? Like And then I got it and I was like, look, frozen meatballs in this motherfucker, mm-hmm. a jar of sauce, five fucking minutes. They're done. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Literally five minutes they're done. <laughs> yep. The best fuck I used that thing so much in the beginning. Now you don't get the flavor from like a slow cooker. Don't you? Well, I don't think you do. I think it I think it lacks the time to kind of all mesh, but it's still good. I, I suppose. Yeah. It it definitely cooks cooks in a less time cuz it's well the thing about the instant pot is they call it an instant pot cuz it does various things. It's a pressure cooker, which is awesome. A you, safe pressure it, cooker, mind you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a vacuum, and in a vacuum things boil way faster, much sooner comes rapidly to a boil because it's all sealed and it shoots all the air out. And then you have the additional lid that's an air fryer, which we haven't even tried yet, the air fryer feature, because we have a, a a dedicated air fryer. We got that before. Hold the fuck up. Yours is an air fryer too? Yeah, baby. Yo, you must have got the dope one. I didn't get the dope one. I don't have an air fryer one. Well, it's so new that the manufacturer themselves didn't even have the part I needed to replace. And what was that? Well, let me tell you the story. Okay. We don't have a whole lot of horizontal real estate in our kitchen. Ooh. We have a ton of countertop space. You know. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> and what happened was my wife had it on the stove itself, and she put it towards the back burner, so it was a little... It was a uh, level. And... Things got shifted around. She pulled the lid off or whatever. Things got bumped around. I think she cooked something for a while, and then she put the lid on and then scooted things around, bumped the knob for the burner, 
and put it to warm. Uh. So whatever we were cooking, I think we were cooking, I think we threw some chicken and potatoes in there, which it was only going to be like 10 minutes, and then it had to depressurize for another 10 minutes. Was it frozen from- chicken breast? Hell yeah, dude. Dude. Instant pot. Yeah. Yeah. So if you if you take those frozen pieces of chicken, if you try to boil them and then fry them, you're still, I still feel like you're losing stuff. Or you put them on the grill. If you grill chicken, then it shrinks up still. It's not super juicy. But when we did the chicken and the potatoes, the flavor was infused into the potato. Seriously. And then the chicken was super juicy. I used to be... I know I keep getting you off top. I used to be big in uh, meal preps. So okay. I, w- I could make a big batch of rice in it. I could make my chicken in it. I, I could make everything in the fucking thing. I would make my all my hard-boiled eggs. I could fit a dozen hard-boiled eggs in the bottom, or a dozen eggs, hard-boil them perfectly, mind you, all in one fucking pot, dude. Not at the same time, obviously, but yeah. Let, I- I don't know about anybody else, but I know our <clears throat> our big time listener. She live tweets while she listens. Julie, she she loves it when we talk about recipes. So how in the hell did you do hard boiled eggs? Because in an instant pot, you usually need to put like a cup, cup and a half, or whatever of water in there so that it it gets the steam. The steam is what does it. It yeah. heats up all the all that. It heats up all the water, and then it just cooks it all around it. Well, did yours come with the little wire rack? Yeah, what they call it, the prick, pritchet or something? So, yeah, something like that. You put it; it sits basically in the bottom. Yeah, and it's got two handles. Well, you put that in. You line all your like your yeah your legs. Whoa, ooh la la! You line all your oh, eggs up. You can't stack them on top of each other. Then you just pour a cup of water in. You pressure cook them for five minutes, and then they're done. Now, does yours have like a? A depressurize time? Well, when the timer goes off, it'll start counting up. Okay, yeah. That's what ours does. But it won't alert me when the pressure is done. <laughs> yeah, I think we let something depressurize for a long time, and we're like, uh-oh, it's been 45 minutes of depressurizing. <laughs> so it's got to be super good by now. Well, I I release the pressure. Yeah, if you're if you're totally ready for the food, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, for the eggs, if you don't release the pressure, they're going to overcook. Yeah. So you, you got to release the pressure and then pull them out. I feel like they're easier to peel. I don't know if it's just in my head because I love the Instant Pot so much. I'm an Instant Pot fanboy. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like they're easier to peel. Fantastic. It's so awesome. We did uh, a pot roast this past weekend. Three pounds. And we put... put a raw pot roast on the rack, and then we put slices of potato all around it, some seasoning, you know, some water, enough to fill, you know, I don't think we measured exactly cups, but enough to go up the meat a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we had a pot roast, because for that much meat and that dense of meat, it said 75 minutes, I think. Under pressure? Yeah. Yeah. It's better than all fucking day in a crock pot. Yeah, you like set it up at nighttime and then turn it on in the morning, and hopefully it's done by dinner time. Yeah. Well, you said it was, was it frozen? No, it wasn't frozen. Oh, okay. But still, it, when we pulled it out, I could pull it apart with a couple of forks. Yeah. Mm, good stuff. And the potatoes were immaculate. So just a couple of hours, boom, pot rice. Done. All The whole dinner was in the pot. Yeah, but awesome. That that infamous night that she bumped the burner, oh. it burnt the bottom. You see, on the base of the instant pot, there's that what two three inches of that black strip around it, and that's where all the all the fun electrical components live for the pressure cooker part. Yeah, and it there's a there's a component that sits on the bottom. It's it's like a vent for it, I guess, or you just pop it off and then you can replace any of the electrical components that you want mm-hmm. but that part melted and she was devastated oh no that this part melted and different things that she looked up online said that 
it was ruined. You're going to have to get a whole new base, and that's going to be as much as or close to as much as an entire Instant Pot. Shit. Oh, God. I'm like, no, no, no. Hold on. I, I took, you know, we let everything cool. I took the melted part off. It was only melted on one corner where it was actually touching the burner. Mm-hmm. It was on warm, so it wasn't. Ju- it didn't just sink into the stove. Yeah, we'll probably have to replace that burner. It's it's not a flat surface stove. It's the ones that the burner set up. It's an electric stove. Yeah, but I took that part off and I looked in there and I'm like, it's kind of funny because we were doing our uh, Tesla episodes mm-hmm. and I was learning about all the electrical then. I'm like, no, no. Pfft. These wires are insulated. There's nothing wrong with these wires. <laughs> They're fine. They don't have all this plastic crap around them. Nothing's melted. Everything's fully connected. I just learned about all this electrical stuff. We're good. I am the re-car- reincarnated Elon Musk who was reincarnated <laughs> from Nikola Tesla. <laughs> or not reincarnated, cloned. Cloned. At least channeling. I don't know about clone, but definitely channeling. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> We're fine. We're good. Took this thing off, and I'm like, this is the only part we need. So I went to the manufacturer's web. No, they don't make it because it's the newest model. Ugh. I kept looking and digging and through forums and all this stuff. Apparently, hundreds of people have done the same exact thing. It's a slightly newer model of the Instant Pot. Hundreds of people have done the same thing, whether it's on their toaster or actually on their stove or, you know, whatever the case may be, they've melted this part too. I normally set mine on the stove when I cook yeah. something. So if you bump the burner, and part might melt. I've got the solution for you, baby. What is it? 3D printing. Whoa. So I, I eventually found this person who had this link. It, somebody on a forum somewhere who had a link to the website. It's called don'tpinchmywallet.com. Okay. Don't do it. They shared a link to the 3D design for that exact model of that component. So I, I opened that up, the 3D model. was like a, it was a zip file, but inside of it, it would tell you all the dimensions and whatnot. It was like 203 millimeters wide. What, what does that even mean? Yeah. So I guess that was, if you had a 3D printer, you could have just done it yourself with that. Yeah, so I could take that and just stick it in my 3D printer, and it would spit it out, however that might work. Like, I don't have a 3D printer. Now what? So I looked up 3D printing services, print-on-demand. Okay. And I found this other website called CraftCloud, craftcloud3d.com. So this is so crazy that I was able to do this. I confirmed the dimensions were right, so I, I converted the millimeters to inches, and then I d- took a tape measure to what was left of the piece that was melted. You fucking American. Yep. <laughs> this is right. It's good. I don't know what millimeters mean, but it's this many inches wide. We're good. <laughs> that's what I tell my wife when she's like, that's only three millimeters. I'm like, no, it's, it's inches. It's, <laughs> it's nine it's inches. It's seven eighths of an inch. <laughs> God damn it. No, you don't understand millimeters, uh, honey. <laughs> Three millimeters is huge. <laughs> Why does it look like one of the little mushrooms out in the yard? Huge. It's huge. <laughs> so I took the 3D design from one website, downloaded the zip file, found this other website called Craft Cloud, and then I uploaded that 3D design to that website. And I took the chance, and it freaking worked. That you could pick multiple different materials. You can go from metal to a certain color plastic, certain types of plastic. I went with a lower grade plastic because I just want to test it out. So it was ten bucks for it, but then it was like eleven seventy eight for shipping. So twenty two bucks for this for the replacement for that part. I mean, better than what eighty, ninety, exactly to replace the entire base. And all this part we had was one screw. And then there was a, a couple of clips around it, and all you had to do was put it on, twist it into the clips, screw it into place, done. It took probably two and a half weeks for it to actually get to us from uploading the design to their website. And then they give you a breakdown of the process. You know, I don't know if you've ever ordered 
I'm sure you've ordered it. Pizza from Domino's, you know how they have like the five-step process? Yeah. But it was similar to that. What do you mean you're sure I've ordered it? Is that a fat <laughs> joke, dude? It's an East Coast, oh. Mid-Atlantic oh, joke. Oh, okay. I don't know, if Do- does Domino's go over West Coast? I'm sure they do. They were in the Turtles movie. Yeah, I'm sure. So they have the whole process right on there. So you keep, you, I would go every couple of days or something to refresh that page, and they would tell me where it is in the process. Okay, we've got your design. All right, it's in the printer. It was in the printer for like three days. Wow. And then they finally shipped it, and I think it came from Florida, I think. It was like two and a half weeks. We were waiting on this part, but we still used the Instant Pot in that period of time. It was still fine. It was was completely functional. Yeah. But still, I think it's completely amazing that I could do this. And I did it all on my phone. (laughs) See? Technology, dude. It's incredible. I mean... We're living in the future. Did you think 20 fucking years ago you'd have a little computer in your pocket? No. Unbelievable. No. And then when 3D printing come out came out, uh, I don't know if you did, but I thought this is a fucking fad. This is it's kind of cool, yeah. but it, it's going you know, away. yeah, it, it doesn't do a great job. Like when it first came out, it didn't do a great job. Uh, all, all the parts seem kind of brittle. Now it's fucking crazy. Like they're they're making tools for people on the ISS and shit. Like yeah. they have a 3D printer up there, which we didn't even talk about. Living without Earth. Taking a 3D printer out there with just the raw material to print whatever you need. Yeah, I mean, hook it up to some sort of generator, a solar power generator, and uh, a big spool of your fucking plastic or whatever it is. Right. In the early days of 3D printers, you could buy a 3D printer, and you would get all the components for the 3D printer, and they would give you the design to print a whole new 3D printer. What? Yeah. That's one hell of a BOGO deal right there. Right. Damn. Remember how expensive they were when they first came out, too? Wildly expensive. Just like anything else. TVs. A TV, right, It it's so fucking crazy. We bought, uh, I don't know what it was. It, it was like an uh, LCD. This was a long time ago. It was like a, I think it's literally the one I'm looking at now. It might be. A Samsung LCD. It's like a 50 inch we spent eight hundred dollars on that fucking thing and you're like oh shit this is some state-of-the-art technology yeah it it was incredible because we were coming from a like a 42 vizio yeah but it was incredible and then like a month later the same size tvs same technology were like 400 fucking dollars yeah tvs are insane right now Insane. You can get a huge TV, a huge smart TV, for next to nothing. I, I don't. I don't want to say next to nothing, but you know what I mean. A four K, fifty five inch, like two hundred seventy eight dollars. Unbelievable. We got a, I don't know, like a sixty inch upstairs. I don't know, sixty inch like a smart TV. I think we paid maybe just south of five hundred. Just north of 500, right around 500. Still seems like a lot, but still. It's a smart TV. It's got all the features in it. A 4K smart TV. Yeah. Like 4K now. 4K because they got fucking 8K. 8K's coming (laughs) out. Now 4Ks are just fucking plummeting, dude. Yeah, because everybody's going to want 8K. Yeah, wait till they come out with a 16. Wait till they come out with a 16. A 4K, you're going to be able to pay a bum a nickel for a fucking 4K. He's got one out in the alley. And to my vision, 4K is amazing. 8K, there's barely any, there's barely anything that is an 8K quality right now. Look, I haven't seen filming. I haven't seen 8K with my naked eye. With your clothed eye. I, with just a towel on. <laughs> I, I've seen people like videos of people gaming in 8K, but I can't fucking see it because I don't have an 8K, whatever. Yeah, and, and they're right. like, "Whoa, this is incredible!" And I don't know how true it is, but I always heard you can't see past 1080 anyway, or maybe you can't see past 4K. Maybe like, well, at what point is it going to be straight up real? These people look so real on my on this flat surface on my setting on the stand. 
when we were kids, standard definition, this is fine. This is great. Cartoons look fucking incredible. Yeah. Have you tried to look, watch standard definition now? Horrible. The worst, dude. Good Lord. It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> it's so bad. And the, on the old CRT, it was all just, you turn it off and you hear the ch- <laughs> you gotta defrag it every once in a while <laughs> I'll accidentally hit cause with my TV I can hit like I think it's a Fios function but I can hit there's like a little C button at the very very bottom and if I hit that it'll flip back and forth between the same station on or the same station what the fuck how old am I what am I from the fucking 40s UHF you got three channels <laughs> on the dial <laughs> It'll it'll swap it back and forth between HD and SD. The same channel, okay. same whatever. Huh. So I accidentally hit that one time while I was watching football. Honestly, I, I almost threw the fuck up. It was so disgusting when I saw standard definition football. I said, how the fuck did I ever watch this before? <laughs> oh, man. What do you think? Wrap it up? Well, let me tell you this real quick thing about the ISS. I only have a couple quick points on it. All right. Since we brought up the ISS 3D printing up there. So not long before we recorded this episode, it be a couple weeks for you guys, uh, the ISS celebrated 20 years. Whoa, really? Yeah. On uh, October 31st, 2000, the first International Space Station crew launched. Now wait till you hear this, dude. I hope you catch this. The men who were the first on board... The space station were NASA astronaut William Shepard and Russian cosmonauts Sergei Krikalev and Yuri Gedzenko. Those names sound extremely familiar. Krikalev. Wasn't he like the time travel guy? He's the fucking time travel guy. Fuck <laughs> yeah, he is, dude. We talked about him in a time travel episode. They figured out he moved to the future just a little bit, right? Yeah. He was literally one of the first guys on... The ISS back in 2000. Damn, they they figured out that he his molecules moved to the future just a little bit. Now, this fucking blows my mind. I'm 33 years old. This happened 20 years ago. Right. Do you remember this happening? No. Me either. Nope. 20 years ago, I was 18. I was finishing. No, I was I was in college. Fucking bizarre, dude. I just started college 20 years ago. I was probably there a month at this point. I was, what, uh, 13. Not that I was big in the know of, you know, what was going on around the world, but... Yeah, yeah. This was a big fucking deal, right? People know about this. This is happening. I should have known about this, but... So I don't don't have a lot on this, but uh, most of their four-month mission was spent getting ready... For future crews, and they also did the first scientific experiment on the ISS, but I don't know what it was. I, I never saw it. But yeah, so here we are, November 4th, recording this, and what, just five fucking days ago, 20 years and five days ago, was the right. first time they went up <laughs> and fucking lived on the ISS. And it was a time traveling motherfucker. That's so freaking cool. I love that. I shit my pants when I saw that. When I saw the, saw that name, <laughs> yeah, you're you're thinking, hold up, wait a minute. I knew that. I know that name immediately. I didn't even think like like who is that? Sounds familiar. As soon as I saw Sergey Krikalev, I said, "Fucking time traveling motherfucker!" Right there. <laughs> I said, "That's him." I was pumped. I said, "All right, I got to bring this up tonight." Oh yeah, man, time travel, crazy. Like you just orbit around the moon, time travel. Your molecules are a little bit older. <sighs> Blows my mind, dude. Love it. What's the question for this episode? Do you want to 3D print us some dope shit? Ooh, how cool would that be? Yeah. I want a 3D printed logo. Just basically take our logo and just extrude it like an inch. Yeah. None of this, milli- none of this millimeter bullshit. An inch. See, I think it would be difficult, though, with our logo. Because it's separated? Yeah, and also our font. Hmm. Hmm. You know, drop that weird shadow business on the on the font. Yeah, and also, isn't our font kind of 
box letter, but with the solid line inside. Yeah. See, that might be difficult. Somebody will figure it out. They know what they're doing. Well, not us. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. But Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, look for Bring on the Weird. Give us those five stars and uh, tell us about your 3D printing adventures. Oh, yeah. Forget politics. That was the first part of the episode. We're done with those. Yep. It is what it is. It's a mess. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It is a mess. Always will be a mess. We'll wake up on New Year's Day, and it'll be just fine. Most likely. That's how it always is, regardless of who's in there. We're going to be just fine. Uh, You know who doesn't do 3D printing, but they do some dope fucking t-shirts? Who? Uh, T-Public does. Oh, yeah. And if you want some Bring on the Weird merch, just search Bring on the Weird on tpublic.com. You could also go to myconspiracytees.com slash bring on a weird. We got some merchandise there as well. There's a l- they're different. There's some exclusives on both. Well, there you go. Check them both out. And of course, we're on all the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Message us on, on any of them. Yeah. We're here for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, stay weird, world. And we'll see you guys next time.